Hello and welcome back to Franchise Sports Talk Basketball. Since our last podcast, we have had three more games in the NBA Finals. Um, I think, yeah, we we last spoke uh, when there were two games gone. It was 1-1 in the series. And now we've had three really, well, close. They're not, they've not all been close, have they, really, again. But exciting, at least. There's been a lot of stuff happening. Um, so yeah, hello Sam Hello Hello um, I guess we go in chronological order From um, Yeah, I suppose so I mean, it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because we're, we're on like the edge of the thing Potentially um, Yeah It's now 3-2 um, To the Warriors As we speak I mean it could, it could be that this they win if they win game six this podcast could be out of date very quickly um but yeah anyway game three let's let's start with diving into game three and um any any takes you got any takes on game three sam I don't think I've got stuff like game three specifically but on the series as a whole um kind of themes if you like that the celtics this just like their offense just crumbles so often and it's happened in every game at some point they've just had a part of the game where they like can't and some of it's that the warriors have been great defensively um some of it is just like they go back to the and it a lot of the officiating in this series now there has been some like really big swings in games where it's felt like one thing favored over the other particularly with who's at home um but the thing for the celtics like all the way through really is tatum um is not playing like one of those guys at all yeah. he's lucky he's making a freeze basically it's a good job he's doing that he's not um He's been getting assists consistently. He's still like he's obviously a very like everything sort of he's involved with everything, but he's not had any I don't think he's even had a thirty point game as in the finals. Um which is really kind of what you need from those you know, if, if he's supposedly like the superstar level player now, that's kind of what you expect to have. Where he's he's gonna win you some games. Um like the Warriors have had with Curry. Um, game four is basically yeah, just Steph Curry just won them the game, um, and even game two actually. Actually, how much did Curry get in game two in the end? Twenty nine. I mean, not not quite. Well, it's, it's also it's it's the nature of Curry's points as well, though. Is they've basically defended him like almost as well as you can for most of this series. Like stuff with them dropping too much, but yeah, even that drop series, is like they give him dropping. a foot though. They're like they're not far from defending him well. They just give him like the smallest and they go in, and like obviously the forty-three and ten was just outrageous. But that so often he's making shots that are like everything right, and I mean in the forty-three point, and then in his in the game two win as well. Um, 
and there's been a couple of those like killer shots from Tatum where like often left. The thing with him is that he can't he can't do anything. He's, he's I think he's like thirty percent worse from inside the arc. And whenever he's driving, he's just like he's just ugly. He's really ugly. He's making some good passes off of drives, but like there's low drives where he's just like bundling the ball, like they're either turning it over. I mean Jalen Brown's doing that a lot as well. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be able to score a layup or dunk on anyone or anything. And I don't know kind of a broader point about the whole series and something I was going to come on to later, but I think I'll touch it now anyway. Fatigue with the Celtics that we spoke about before the series and we've spoken about a few times in our like recent podcast is so there's Tatum's shoulder supposedly. Robert Williams is brilliant and then he leaves a game and doesn't come back with And they have played a lot more games and really, really physical games than the Warriors. They've they've gone to seven with both the Bucks and the Heat in what were warfare series, and I wonder if some of that is what's happening here with some of is just like they are. Al Horford the last game looked just exhausted. He looked like the guy thirties, um, which he hasn't for most of these playoffs. And I, I weirdly this might be where they're paying the price for yeah stretched out by teams that they did beat and they were meant to beat but then maybe yeah this six just occasionally slip up when they look they've got when they're in a good position and then they've had these great fight that's put more miles on them and because their rotation is so short i mean playing like seven players basically at the moment and even that's like their, their stars are playing well over 40 minutes every game that's just even for young players that's an enormous enormous workload and it's been through consecutive seven game series yeah i think it would well talking about the fatigue and how Horford you just mentioned particularly um as i was saying before the series and i think earlier in the series i think the celtics advantage always was kind of uh inside and like defending the rim with Horford and Horford like seemed to being like back to how he was a few years ago again, and Robert Williams. And points earlier in the series, it was like, you know, they were doing a very good job of like stopping them getting to the rim. Um, but game five, maybe that's where it's sort of come through a bit, where you, you I I mean, Kai didn't hit three in that game. Um, but he, he got a few, quite a few layups. And obviously it was Wiggins, who sort of like was the main guy in that game. And it was a lot of Wiggins just being able to... I mean, it was very impressive Wiggins, but also it's like he was able to just drive, get layups and dunks a lot, like just past Horford, which maybe earlier in the series like wouldn't have happened. It's like It, it felt like they were getting to the rim a lot easier rather than um, killing them with freeze. Like some of the games earlier in the series was just like, oh yeah, just, it ridic- they just have a streak of ridiculous freeze. It's almost like the usual Warriors way of winning a game. Um, game five felt a lot more, a lot more like this. The the, the Celtics defense was just not there at the same level. It, they didn't just get beaten by ridiculous shooting. It was, you know, they they were giving up a lot more layups. It felt like anyway. Some I'm of that, I think, that. is just the Curry. They they said they weren't going to change much on Curry, but they were more in the bodies they threw at him in game five 
and just what that opens up obviously with the Warriors it so often just comes down to it's because Steph Curry's on the court and there was a lot of that I, I agree with you some of it is fatigue and that they just weren't defending it quite as well but like Draymond got his uh, trademark fake handoff I think that was a play instead but just there was a couple with Curry where it was like either they were so high up on Curry just dribble round them and then he was through at the hoop because they'd thrown bodies to stop him stopping hitting it from 30 um, I'm glad you mentioned yeah. Wiggins though because he's obviously been the centre of everything and um, yeah I, th- I think the, the way the conversation has gone on this has been kind of ridiculous um, the Warriors famously well, as Joe Lacob I think it was is ahead years ago and they got loads of stick for that they were basically right the cusp of four titles in eight years and um, we both were quite high on that with because we like just thought, well, you know, the Warriors can turn people around. I didn't think it would be quite like this. Um, they might have taken. There's a chance, literally next season, Inga is better than D'Angelo Russell. They might have got the two best players in that trade. Yeah. Ridiculously, D'Angelo. They now seem to be trying to shift out of Minnesota after a horrible playoffs. Wiggins, just to be clear, he should not be Finals MVP if the Warriors win. It should obviously be Curry. This is not about, as Brian Windhorst has made a thing of they're willing to pay the tax. They're not actually, their salaries are not that much higher than everyone else. We should not be criticising to pay the tax. But it's not just that, because teams can spend loads of money on it, on their roster. The Wiggins thing is not just he's expensive, because no one thought he was this player. No. I think it was this player, like, months ago. Is the player development and being willing to spend and the system, and Steve Kerr, and Draymond, and obviously Curry. And I think the biggest thing, with Wiggins, there was this, like, he's soft kind of reputation. And even though Draymond obviously gets loads of the praise for being the leader of the defense, and he is, and he would have won defense this season, all of that is true. I still think a lot of this comes down to Curry. Look at Towns was sort of the, well, kind of with Wiggins, but it was always about Towns as, like, the on that team how many and we've spoken about this before with Curry's defence the way he's played in this series and often switched on to big wings and now he's held up against them he's taking charges from these like massive guys that's not how offensive stars play defensively he plays really hard he plays and he's made himself stronger so he can hold up and when that guy that like Fence, who runs around like a maniac and shoots them all over the floor when he does that possible for the rest of the team to not follow like that that's like the ultimate yeah. like leading ball NBA at the moment I think because we've got lots of other small guards we spoke about before who are not even close and that like talk about having a culture yeah. of a team defensively and then now but Wiggins has guarded like Morant Doncic and Tatum in the last three years have done like a really good job that this guy will be able to defensive when they traded for him yeah I, and i think like, that just sums up what the warriors mean basically yeah i'm really glad he had that game actually as well the um game five because as you rightly said and and kind of all through the playoffs he's been such an important player i think we said actually going into this series about he was going to be the key 
factor for the um, for the Warriors of like you know how he performs will determine which way the series goes. Potentially, he can be the difference maker. Um, and having that that game is it's like obviously all the defensive stuff really is is kind of and being just the role guy like the not not as in second role you know the role player um, is kind of what's made him important to the team. But then again, it's like you don't. It doesn't get the same recognition without the, like last night. It was beyond that. It wasn't last night. It was the night before. But um, anyway, he, you know, having the ball in his hands and basically he was like carrying the team a lot, a lot of possessions that game. Which I don't know. I feel like he deserves that. He de- he deserves that. And then to get the recognition for that performance, like deserves it for the way he's played for the whole series, really. I completely agree. And I well, the rebound numbers have also been outrageous the last couple of games. Game four on the road, they basically like to keep their season alive and he set a career high in rebounds. Yeah. Um, and he, they need his athleticism on the boards as well because they got destroyed rebounding in game three. Um, I just think he's been brilliant. And it, like you said about him doing it with the ball in his hands as well, um, the Celtics, part of the reason, well, there are lots of issues with their offense, but... Also, like we spoke about after game one, that like, and Draymond said it publicly, and it was quite obvious, Horford and Derek White particularly are not going to shoot the three like that for the whole series. And both of them have like disappeared on offense. Maybe in game six, they come back and one of them shoots it enough that they, it gets them over the line. Part of their issue is they like, if, if their wing stars don't have massive games, which Tatum hasn't been having apart from hitting some threes and Brown has been inconsistent and the Warriors are going after him when he drives and getting turnovers. Their offense is like, they just don't have that kind of like energy. They don't have that person that just gets something themselves. And Wiggins is doing it. He's in such a perfect role because instead of it being like, he's getting up like 25 shots a game. (laughs) Like I actually did have a lot of shots in in game five. It's slightly inaccurate, but he's just doing enough. He's just occasionally getting like, Goes into the mid range, gets a sidestep three, a sidestep um, field goal. Like, or well, obviously when he's driving and dunking on people, or he's driving and going for a layup, but then he bounces back up and gets the offensive rebound and puts it in. And then the Warriors are getting a little bit from Clay on that as well. Just occasionally, they get Clay off a handoff, and he he just like works his way into the mid range, pulls up, and obviously makes it. And Paul just like he's not scoring a lot, but because he's on the floor when Curry is not. The fact if he gives them twelve points a night, that just it like supercharges their game because Curry's playing. There's only a handful of minutes really that Curry's not on yeah. the court, and if Paul gives them enough offense that they are level in those minutes, they're very very hard to beat. And that's that's kind of the big difference is they've basically got four guys that are just doing, well, three guys on top of Curry that are just doing that bit of self creation. Yeah, and the Celtics. Don't have a lot of that at all, really. Do they? It's it's on Brown and Tatum, and Tatum has has not been at that level, really, of you know just carrying the team through like a game or even or even a quarter. To be honest, I don't think he's really done that at all these finals. He had one bit in Game Five where he got really hot from three, and Brown has the cap- he's had periods. He's, he's had moments earlier in the series, but he's dangerous because he turns it over a lot. On yeah, the I mean, that's. I mean, yeah, I was about to say that. Actually, that's. 
I think that's been the big issue with them, really, isn't it? Is the um, throughout the whole series that the Celtics have been turning over a lot, um, and I think the the difference in points off turnovers is like across the series, like twenty odd points, in terms of the Warriors having more than the Celtics off turnovers, which is like that that difference, like spread across, you know, a few games, that kind of. I mean, that's, yeah, that's quite significant, really. Yeah, I mean, the Warriors just kill you when you turn it over as well. They just yeah. absolutely kill you. Uh, I think, really, in terms of the whole series, those, if you, which I quite like doing, is you talk about, like, the context of the wins and how teams won it and stuff. And those two, those two wins in Game 4 and 5 for the Warriors is you have Game 4... It was okay with all curry. And then the Celtics' hope is, oh, yeah, okay, but then if Curry has an off night, then, yeah, then we'll get that win. And then hopefully one of our guys can cast to another win. And then the next game, Curry had an off night. Like, first game in however many, like hundreds of games where he's not hit a three-pointer. And it's not like he didn't attempt them. Is it 0 for 9 from three? It's like an awful, awful shooting night by Steph Curry's standards. But they still won. And I think that is that seems like a nail in the coffin, really. It's like I don't not over yet, but like, like that when Curry has a game like that and you don't win it, I I don't know. It just feels difficult to be like. I'm with you on that. To, well, more. I'm not. I so the problem is I thought it was over when they were down to the Bucks, and. Um, this this Boston team is uh, has been brilliant with its backs against the wall. We've spoken before about like when they're put under pressure in a ba- in what is a must win, they find it. Or like if they go one zero down or two one down, they find this different level. My question is their energy and health of whether they can do that um, yeah. on Thursday night. Um, that also brings me on to another one of my slight rants with what you said about how they slight might not be accurate um, about the nature of the wins and losses i've heard quite on a few of the podcasts i've listened to over since game five i've heard multiple people say the celtics are the better team um not only are they losing the series which i know isn't always completely accurate in who's better or not um but people are saying they're better and it's basically the theory of that they are better I think, yes, there is an argument that the, the ceiling of this Celtic, the best version of this Celtics team is better than the best version of this Warriors team. That is a conversation. The trouble is, we don't see that best version of this Celtics team very often. Um, and the no, offense, particularly, we mainly seem to see the really crap version of it. We see the version where they're turning yeah. it over and doing stupid stuff. Um, they got taken to seven by the Bucks without Middleton. They got taken to seven by the Heat when... Half of their players seem like they should have been in A&E for most of the series. Um, and they're now 3-2 down. I've spoken up the Celtics when we were previewing the playoffs, but I, I feel like, well, there's a lot is still made of the 2008 team winning one title, like they were a dynasty. There's just been a, the amount of positivity about this Celtics team, which like really yeah. has had a lot go in their favour. The Warriors have had some stuff go in their favour as well. I, the Warriors, like the Nuggets yeah. beaten up and I, Morant, but like, I just, yeah, I, I just wanted to say, like, I, I don't know if, it feels really weird to keep saying they're better. Is like the theory yeah. of them. I, I think a key part of that as well, 
well, it's obviously going back to that streak in the second half of the year when they were amazing. We've not really, maybe not seen that in the playoffs, like at least consistently, like they've had off games. But the theory, like you say, them being better in theory, a big part of that is Tatum being that star. That's like, you know, you, you're comparing player to player, like there's Tatum and Curry. But as we've seen in these finals, it's like Tatum is. I mean, maybe maybe he will make that step up next year or another year. But there's a lot of talk about him making the step up to being a superstar. But these finals have sort of shown, yeah, he's not. He's not on that level at the moment, at least. Saying that, it felt like this going into Game Six, and then he scored. Was it 46 in Milwaukee against Giannis? Yeah. That is the um, thing is it, all the other series he has had at least one game where he has carried the team, and maybe he pulls that like out, that. and then anything happens in Game Seven, and you don't know. Um, I'd also add to the like not only are they three two down, and keep people keep saying they're better when they're losing the series. Always feels particularly weird to me. If you want to do that, if you want to do the theor- theoretical part of it, is the Warriors like just became incapable of putting the ball in the basket in Game One, like the yeah. sort of collapse that just like doesn't. The Celtics defended them really well, obviously, but like the sort of mega collapse that you just like doesn't happen very often to a team that's that good. Um, the Warriors like had that game and then lost it, and the Celtics, as we said, had this like ridiculous shooting game from a lot of their role players, which is like how the sport works. Obviously, I've just I've found that a little bit curious to say the least. Like the way that I've heard it on multiple like three or four different podcasts saying the Celtics are the better team. I thought I don't know. We kind of want to maybe reflect on these, how these playoffs have actually gone for them a bit. Yeah, um, it's yeah, like you say, I feel like they are. They've kind of, even though they've with this like Tatum and Brown have been hanging around for a while. Obviously, they they've kind of been progressing, and like as they're going to be like their two guys for like a few years now. Um, and it's like, this is a breakthrough, but may, I feel like there's there's maybe another step to go for them. Maybe, like that, they could be that team. Like everyone's talking about them being like, the, this amazing, like the best team, better than the Warriors, which seems ridiculous. I, I, I think like you say, it's kind of theory or almost like, it's like their potential really is to be that. But I don't know if, that's quite the case yet. Like there's still another another stage of development maybe for Tatum and Brown. Um, but the, the fact they've got both of those guys who, you know, are, are close to that level, like they are almost, you know, maybe next year it's, um, it's kind of a different story and you, you've got Tatum, you know, just, you know, with multiple 40-point games in the finals or something and then, and, and then, yeah, then sure, then they are. But I feel like at the moment it's, it's difficult to say that. He but could have his multiple over the next two. It just feels it feels yeah. unlikely. That's the big thing I'd say, is like the way he's played Yeah. Um, so far in this series. And the other... We, this podcast might sound awful if they win the next two games, although I don't think it necessarily changes it, is like they will have to do something special to win this series now which would be incredible from them. Um, at the same time, like you could say that the Warriors are going to be better next year with their young guys improving. Um, 
Draymond like has just had a bit of a messy series, but he's actually played much better the last two games. Um, and yeah, like who knows what the, the next, what comes next for Wiggins? I don't really have an, an idea on what that's going to be. Um, and for the Celtics, like they're still not going to be the pick to come out of the East for me next year. Like even if they win these finals, it's going to no. be the Bucks. Um, it's been this. It's been a really like interesting series, despite not having like the really like close, close game at the end just yet. Really. Yeah. I felt there's there's been a story in in most of the games, haven't there? Like a clear kind of thing to take away from it, um, without any of it being close. It's also this is um, kind of like I mean after obviously the Warriors teams and. Even like the awesome Raptors team that had Kawhi added to like an already good core. Um, I guess it's just the nature of like basketball a lot of the time is that there's a lot of flaws. And it's kind of like we touched on earlier in the playoffs. This is about like minimizing your weaknesses as much as it is about your strengths. And we're yeah. seeing with Boston, they can't minimize the turnovers. And when they do, they win. Yeah. But that's being made out, I think, at point in some quarters is like that. This thing is like, why do they just not turn it over as much? Is that but they do and they keep doing that? Like that's clearly like a pretty fundamental issue with the players slash system. And I, and it's like the Warriors have managed to get their turnovers under control at points, and it feels more like it's like fixed. If that makes sense. Yeah. And he, even their flaws, like the size. And how are they going to survive with the rebounding? Is Wiggins then suddenly starts rebounding, and Looney has obviously had this amazing playoffs. It doesn't feel like they've got as obvious weaknesses. And again, I go back to Curry's defense because that's meant they they've tried going after Curry a lot, and they've maybe worn him out a bit. Loads of his threes were short in Game Five, which was interesting. Was after a massive Game Four, and then they went at him defensively. Maybe that was just a bit of fatigue because quite a lot of them were like just hitting the front of the rim which you don't see very often. No, yeah, definitely not from Curry. Um, yeah, that's... Um, I think, yeah, def- fatigue is definitely going to come into it, isn't it? Maybe on both sides, but... Like the Celtics, obviously, they've, like I said, they've got a lot more minutes in their legs. It's going to be hard, which, again, makes it seem even more improbable that they win the next two. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be ferocious at the Garden tomorrow. And there are calls the Warriors got a couple of days ago that they will not get on Thursday night. Um, also, if you were betting on it, you wouldn't say that Curry's going to have another shooting night that bad. No. And it's Clay Thompson in a game six. So, I don't know. A game yeah. seven would be really fun. Yeah, I, I would Yeah, I would quite like game seven. Um, yeah, we'll have to see. Anyway, I... I think we should wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we'll 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 be back um, to talk about whoever won. I was saying how right were about the Warriors or uh, I don't or, know, like, or backtracking probably backtracking on, on everything we just said. Um, so yeah, look out for that. Whichever way it goes, uh, we'll uh, look forward to speaking then. See ya. Bye. Bye.